What's going on, Kenfo? Welcome back, welcome back. Key to the City Podcast. It's your country cousin, Yoni. We back in this thing for another week. And uh, we at episode 27, man, moving along through season two. And as always, I appreciate everybody that's been uh, supporting your boy, liking, sharing, commenting, word of mouth, whatever you've been doing. Uh, you know, spread the word about your boy. I sure appreciate it. We're just taking small steps and building it brick by brick. You did that. I want to thank my uh, last guest we had in episode 26. Uh, y'all know it's getting close to election time um, next week. Matter of fact, a couple of days. And uh, so I've been trying to keep y'all aware of what's going on so y'all can be uh, knowledgeable about the different procedures that's going on around the voting. So we had uh, a who is the state conference uh, representative for the NAACP. I hope I'm saying that title right, Mississippi NAACP, as well as Charles Taylor, who is the co-chair of the PAC for the NAACP and One Voice. We had them giving us some knowledge and uh just like with them, uh, every week we're going to try to hit you in your head with quality content, quality guests. And uh, tonight is no different. Um, this guy, I've been, uh, we haven't met in person, but I've been seeing him. Uh, maybe we have. His face looks definitely familiar, but um, I just be seeing him all around social media and everything, doing his thing, running his mouth, speaking his opinion. He's going to do that. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> you know, he come in on some of my episodes sometimes. So I definitely appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, we've been trying to link up for a minute and uh, now is that time. So we're going to uh, find out more about him. He's straight out of Stark Vegas. Uh, you did that. Uh, describe himself as an artist, consultant and graphic designer. And uh, I know he's heavy on uh, what's going on on the music scene in Mississippi. So I got some questions for him regarding that. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city. My kin folk, Shell Fish, what's, what's going on, Big Dog? What's up, Big Dog? What's up, what's up, man? Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Appreciate you. Like I said, man, it's all love. Hey, man, I'm glad you're in the city, man, with me. I wish we could have did it in person, but, you know, I'm sure we'll run across that opportunity sooner or later. Man, many, many times, man, many times. Yeah, how you day been so far, though? Man... It's been a regular Tuesday, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know how you had them days out of the week that just kind of anything right. can happen, you know what right, right, right. Just a regular know. Tuesday, man. I already know. Now, you fresh out of uh, Star Vegas. I'm trying to see what what age range you're in. I'm going to figure it out by, uh, do you know, um, see, I'm in the sports and high school sports and shit like that. You know, Freddie mm-hmm. Millens? Nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I really want a sports person. I was all about the music. <laughs> okay, but no, nah, hey, I don't mind. Like, bro, I'm thirty. I'm a, I'm a smooth thirty, real talk. Okay, I'm thirty six. So you ain't foul. You ain't foul. Nah, man, nah. I'm, you I'm just thirty. With 30? Bro, I turned thirty last December. I'm a Sagittarius. It coming up thirty one. Oh, okay. You in? <laughs> you through the door, man. Yeah, well, yeah, man. The thirties is where it's at. It's kind of where you. Well, speaking for myself, this is where I'm repairing all the shit I tore up in my 20s. And, um, I'm, I'm hoping by the time I reach 40, I'm in this smooth sailing from then on. Man, but, uh, me, me too. Me too. Like, I, I, I've been seeing, like, yeah, 30s is when you're supposed to really just kind of know what you're doing. You didn't, you didn't have fun. You didn't play here. Right, you know, right. 
Like I said, some of them like some of them played around, got a couple keys, you know, pretty much. Hey, I'm I'm in that category. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> hey. and so, you know, just like I said, man, I was just chilling, man. You know, yeah. basically I here do I do my best to try to support everybody, try to push everybody, and you know, I hope to reciprocate that the same and just, you know, play my part, bro. And speaking of that, I like I I, I mentioned you from uh Starfield, excuse me, but you know, I feel like uh the vibe that I got from you at least, you you uh, got your head to the street, you really know what's going on in regards to music in the streets. So uh and you know, I see some of the rants you go on sometime, and I just wanna I wanna start it off like this. When it comes to people mentioning Mississippi music, do you feel like the only city that gets recognition is the Jet. Like, uh, do you feel like it's a divide between the North and the South? Not like no beef or nothing, but just as far as recognition and uh, yeah, even opportunities. I mean, I, I like I said like this, and I and I put it out there honestly. Like, I know there's no, I know there's no beef or nothing like that. Like, you know, everybody shows respect. It's just, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things where when we sit here and we talk about music and I be having to remember that sometimes that like most of the people that I follow from Jackson, it kind of over, overrides the feed. So, you know, Jackson being one of those key places that we, you know, would need to push this independent put, you know, this independent thing, you know, they're more centralized around, you know, catering to people like that. And then it's like, it's like a lot of words get misconstrued. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it'd it be a lot of times I say something and, you know, somebody go, oh, shit, you shouldn't have said it like this. You need to go talk to them. And I go talk to them and let them know, like, yeah, but the respect still need to be there. But, you know, we we, we understand that, like, we good. Like, North, the North got just as much outlets as Jackson does. You know, the, the Delta has just as much outlets as the Delta does. The, the, the Coast really got, you know, outlets down there. So, mm -hmm. It's like to say Jackson is just a key element that we really just need to do that. Okay, we'll give you that. We just want to be able, you know, to to do that. Like, tell us how. Tell people mm -hmm. to be more open up to us so we can tap in. You know. Do up north artists get um? Do they get any recognition in areas like Memphis? And Man. say like a Jackson artist to New Orleans or the surrounding area. It it really depends where you go, man. I mean, one one thing I learned about you know independent artists like depending on where they're where they you know where they feet and touched and all like that, you don't know who knows them. But you got artists like Doughboy Pacino from Tupelo. He's known in Atlanta and he's also known you know in the Texas area. Like brother moved around mm -hmm. and they know him in, and they also know him in Jackson. So you know not just not just Doughboy Pacino, but you got you know Guala Guala uh, Guala Chains. You got Flame, you got you, um, Walla Tarantino, like, you got YKOK, you, I mean, YKOK and, um, uh, Montana, uh, Mooney Montana just did a versus, a versus with, with each other. So, mm -hmm. you really can't just tell who knows, like I said, who hasn't touched, who hasn't done no work here. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, like, like I said, really, when you say, when you see my rants, they really just be beat me saying how I feel and letting it be known like if it is any type of you know y'all feel like y'all got a hierarchy on us like we got plaques up this way too you know mm -hmm. and so I and I, I take it as like a camaraderie type thing like yeah y'all you know y'all you know y'all may be Jackson but you still Mississippi you know 
And so, now go ahead. Oh, and I, I was just gonna say, like, you know, I understand that you have to be like, like, under, under, knowledgeable of what's going on to say what you say. And I'm just like, don't, don't feel like we don't have these up here too. So it, it, it realized like it really just be me. You know, sometimes it just be me. And then in, in one of your videos, you was naming some groups that uh, took me back, man. Probably, and I was like, yeah, because uh, I think you mentioned like the Dean Boys. That's the name of them. Uh -huh. what yeah, was that? man, you got Dean. Yeah, keep huh? Dean Boys. Oh, and what's some? Dude, you got Dean Boys. You got Chaos the Boss Man with Low Key. Low Key Records produce a lot of independent, you know, artists up toward the north and throughout the south. You got mm -hmm. Dobell Stray, like Dobell Stray, OG. Dobella, like yeah. Dobell Stray and, and Chaos the Boss Man, they OGs to us. Mm -hmm. And then you got you got Red Wrong. You got man, you got a lot of people, bro. Pistol Pete, shoot. It, it's a it's a good many of them. And a lot of these a lot of these cats went on the little chitlin circuit tour with, you know, OGs from Jackson like Kamikaze and Reese and Big and 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 then you know Crit when Crit was just starting out, you know. Mm -hmm. So we 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 had that influence. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's many more names that we have. Like I said, I can't just think off off top, but those are the main ones who influenced me. You think uh, North Mississippi got a specific sound? I was asking uh, Cope and uh, some other people like, what would Jackson sound be? And uh, I don't know what them niggas said. I forgot what they said. We was smoking. Them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, I feel like when you talk about the any any particular region sound, they is we sort of reference off of who we're close to. You know, mm. North Mississippi is oh, close yeah. to like Memphis. So you're gonna hear a, a closer to a Memphis sound from us. Mm. But at the same time, we, we still take reference from Atlanta. Some mm. of them, you know, they be from Atlanta too. And so we, like I said, we look at it, or at least in my opinion, I feel like that that that's just depending on who you who you basically close to. Like if you got Jackson, a certain part of Jackson gonna resonate with New Orleans or anything like that because of Baton Rouge, mm -hmm. Baton Rouge and all, yeah, Baton Rouge and all that, all that. And then Hattiebury really do really they really tapped in down in that area versus mm -hmm. the Delta. The Delta got closer to a Texas, or the Delta got closer to a, you know Memphis sound too. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really just by who you close to, you know. Now that now that it's being showed that Alabama's got a rap scene, we're gonna really see like the the different closures of who 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 sounds like what. But that's a, that's been one of my personal missions as I've been dealing with this independent music is to kind of create something that shows off our own sound. Like we ain't sound, we, we may y'all may say we sound like, but this us, you know, y'all originate from us, mm -hmm. and so. How you become a fit, uh, familiar face in in in, this, in Jackson? Man, just moving moving around, bro. You know, just just sort of like I took everything they said as far as going out of town and talking, you know, talking around to the people like that. I just got kind of cool with the people down in Jackson. You mm -hmm. know, um, when I come to Jackson, I mostly come in, uh, come to Offbeat, DJ Venom. That's my boy. Okay, shout out Venom. Yeah, shout out DJ Venom, man. Like. Venom real like, you know, he he kind of became like a big brother to me in Jackson. So whenever whenever I am in Jackson, when I'm down there, I'm mostly in Offbeat. And okay. so, and I try my, like I said, I try my best to draw attention or draw any type of, you know, customer base to him. 
to show, you know, show love for all the stuff he done done for me. And then, like I said, linking up with him along with, like I said, my, my personal, my personal come up in these, I met Eddie, Eddie Wright, you know, he doing barbecue now. Yeah, shout out Eddie. We had Eddie on this thing. Yeah, man, that my guy. He he real time big bro, man. Like Eddie, I always looked out on. And yeah. so, you know, just like I said, just, just really just convenient with the cool people down there. And just you know, a lot of the OGs, you know, I linked up with them. Like I said, being brought into the uh into the music scene. Like I'd have met DJ Finesse and you know been on stage and it's been to a summer jam and all that stuff. Just like I said, moving around with my camp. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just being in the right place at the right time and tapping in with the right people. And what you got to do, man, they call that grassroots networking, hitting the ground, mm-hmm. going to get it. Yeah, man. Rubbing elbows with people. Uh, not too long ago, bro, um, we had a big uproar with, uh, well, it wasn't really no uproar, but with the P Valley show. Shout out to P Valley and the writers yeah. of P Valley. They're great they're show. Good. Um, based in Mississippi, um, they how they had the plot. So, uh, you was aware that the argument around it, the whole debate around the show was that uh, no Mississippi artists or music was used, even though they had band in that thing and crit. Uh, but for the most yeah. part, most people was upset that the the music from the city wasn't represented. Uh, not the city, the state wasn't represented like it should be. Um. Uh, I know, I know your thoughts on it, but my audience may not be aware of how you felt about it. But do you believe that the backlash uh, that uh, the writer received? Dang, forgive me for forgetting her name. Katori, oh, yeah, yeah, Katori, yeah. Uh, you think the backlash that she received from the state was uh, warranted, or we just need to pump our brakes a little bit? Man, I mean. Like I said, because I'm so sensitive. Well, I'm not gonna say sensitive. I'm gonna take that back. Like, don't I don't quote me on that, regardless of what you said. But I, I take I take it personal because that was a play I actually had part in, and it wasn't mm-hmm. really just a play, but it was just a mention of the situation, and she actually responded. So yeah, I, she was talking to you. Well, not just me. That's and that's the thing that I keep trying. You know, it's the thing that I put out there, like. It wasn't just me, and I understand that it wasn't just me. I never wanted to, you know, put it out there that it was a big issue to me that more people were getting this, that, and the third because she talked. And I'm like, because the data's on the tweet. I don't, I don't really trip. Mm-hmm. And so my my thing was when, when the situation came up, and this is just from my my perspective. When I hit her up, I asked. I, I told her I appreciate her. You know, I, I love the show. You know, the show dope. I appreciate you for shining light on, you know, Mississippi with the best way that you could. And if you, you know, since that y'all got two more seasons, is it a possible way that we can get in contact with you to tap you in with some more Mississippi greats? Like Polling My Pants by Hollywood Look. Like, mm-hmm. you know, song, songs like uh, Playground with Doughboy Pacino. Pretty much just just dope dope songs from artists around here, even if we could tap in with Silas. You know, mm-hmm. like anything that we can do, like we we have greats that we know of, you know, that people just kind of skim over and then sometimes they'll sound like they didn't got bit. So when we reached out to her, when I reached out to her, she responded back. She said she tried and it was because of, you know, clearance problem. So that's mm. that's a general that's a general hiccup when it comes in independent artists, because a lot not a lot of independent artists have, you know, full clearance of their music. Not mm-hmm. to say that every you know that every artist don't. 
because you do have artists who have taken the time to sit down with their producer or sit down with a certain label that has rights to a sample on a song. They mm-hmm. get that paperwork. And that's just steps in being a, a, a great independent artist. You know, so I and from me for me for her to say that to me, that was just basically to let me know this is what I need to get fixed to make something happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hit my resources and then pretty much one thing led to another. So when everything came out as far as we, you know, people responding about it, you know, I hit them people up too. You know, like after after everything being said, word got exchanged, we all, you know, got on our grown folks shit and we talked about it. And mm-hmm. I just let them know, like, I understand where you coming from. Just, you know, bro, hey, this is just my opinion. Not to mm-hmm. tell you what to do with nothing like that. And we got it. Like I said, everything was understood. And, you know, I, I had to I had to see where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like the decision she made as far as creating an uh, email for everybody to do it, because not just people from Jackson, not just people from Starville, not just me and not just everybody else, but other people from the state and people who didn't even stay in the state, but still are from Mississippi was hitting her up. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was a great idea to basically set the email up to make it an open range for anybody to be chosen. Your, your work just got approved. That's what she's doing now, or that's what she did in the first season? That's what she's doing well, going forward? I feel like that's what she's doing going forward because, I mean, pretty much you got to look at it from the first seat. You, we, everybody got to give give this woman a break, in my right. opinion, because you got to think about it. This was the pilot season. You, right. you, you got to get through the pilot season in order to say anything or do anything extra. Make a so, right. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at the fact that her MDs and her music directors, those people are basically suburban kids. Not all of them are black. You know, they, they, the only thing they're going to do is go on Spotify. Right. So if your music ain't on Spotify, if you ain't in a certain playlist that's centralized around Mississippi, and also that Mississippi doesn't really have that much of a pool yet, you know, it makes it hard. So I would say that, you know, for her to do it this way, it opens it up. So if you wanted my opinion on what would basically help you stand out with that type of situation, get your EPK done, get your electronical press kit, get it put together, find the email, hit, type, type the email out, you know, explain it, how, you know, your appreciation, whatever, however you want to do it and let it be known that this is your EPK to give, to give full reference to everything that you've done, shows you've been on, what your status is, whatever, whatever. Let that t- let that talk for you because you know your career is your portfolio, so you need to document. And so, if you got these things and you know it, you know you got to have clearance on certain songs. Go get your clearance. Mm-hmm. Talk to your producer. Talk to you know talk to whoever you you know whoever did your engineer. Get to understand. If you need if you need a lawyer, we got lawyers, bro. Talk to them. Got them, yeah. And I so, need to get one on the show anyway, an entertainment lawyer. No, either hit up Kamal King or Jeffrey Gray. Real talk. They both down in the And so uh I think I think they 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 both doing a summit up here in Old Miss, I think on the twenty eighth. So mm. they they basically talking they talking about lawyers and stuff like bro, they they flex, they flexing their job, bro. I, I applaud. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. But just like I said, I feel like when she did that, that's that really was just to show you, hey. Nobody's trying to tell you no. I'm giving you an option. Here it is. 
So mm-hmm. she she ain't gonna see none of them emails because it ain't she even sit there and look at it, that's her MD job. Right. So and you still gotta look at it. It's a it's a it's a process to when you're talking about placement. It's a process when you're talking about a show because they got to write the show first, they got to go ahead and film it, then they got to find the right song that's gonna fit for that scene. Mm-hmm. So you you talking about being picked out of however many it is in many in uh artists that are coming out of Mississippi and then you don't know who's pretending to be from Mississippi, just, you know, just off the fact that it's on Twitter. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and so, you know, for her, you know, like I said, for her to say she, we didn't have a point of reference coming out of the state, I'm just like, okay, you got us there. I mean, we don't, we, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I haven't heard of somebody who is just tapped into the industry and, and keeping their foot kind of open and opening up for everybody other than the end you know the industry lawyers like Kamal King because he be working on copyright so you got the key pieces to get something done my thing was don't complain about it adjust it. make mm. make it work mm. you know just like everybody else me and my team we all sent some music we sent music from Hollywood look we sent music from Big Zay Mac we sent music from to uh, uh, what is name out of the Delta? SQ Lat. We sung music from uh, Scotty Pippen. We sung music from everybody, bro. Like all about Dollar Black. Like I'm pretty sure everybody put that shot. They shot. You would be crazy not to if right. it's been put out there. Right. And so what, all I say is, when you get that opportunity, if they hit you up in their email, be prepared. Treat this like treat this like they gonna call you. Go ahead and get your stuff together. And it's not hard because people like me, people like Kamikaze, people like Sue, Martin, Martin Swole, pretty, pretty much Sue, mm-hmm. everybody, bro. We, we, people like you, like mm-hmm. you will do your best with the, within your power to get everybody what they need to get like they self in order to get this music thing going. So yeah. if your music is dope, which that, that stands into like a truth, if your music is dope, it's going to travel. You know, it's like it's a pretty much. Back when I back when I was doing doing what I was doing in 2014-15, Black Republicans in Columbus had a song down in Jackson on Bumper the Dumper called Shooters. And that bitch made. And so people don't like I say, if your music resonates with people, if people fuck with your music, you just gotta be you gotta be prepared and have it packaged together. And right. so to like I said, to lash out and say that she could have she could have did this, she could have did that, you're right. She could have. And she also could have not gave us an opportunity at the same time. She, the the playlist that she has got her two more seeds. What are you taking from her? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying that, that we need to be on some grateful shit or nothing like that. Like, that ain't what I'm saying either. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, let's just, if this is what we gotta do, then let's let's take the let's take the effort to put the best foot forward. I did that. I'm with that. I agree everything with everything you said. Uh, yeah, at some time, at some point, you know, we do have to take accountability for our own, our own journey and what we got going on, and making sure we handling our business on our end. So when them opportunities right. do present themselves, like you said, we be ready. What's your goal with this ship? Like, what's what your overall you goal? Man, that's a that's a question that I constantly have to ask myself every two three months. You know, I mean, and it's like 
if I had to say it, it's just that my goal is to make sure that Mississippi is heard and that mm-hmm. we are, we like, give us, I'm all about respect. If anybody yeah. know me, you meet anybody who, who didn't met me, shoot, kicked it with me, I let it be known that I'm big on respect. Like, I respect you in your space. I expect you to respect me and mine. And like shoot, that. you know, to say, and like, to me, I'm like, to say Mississippi ain't my space, you can't do that, you know, because. I'm, I ain't never the country boy at the end of the day. And so I feel like my my personal goal, because I have so many, but if I had to say what I want to be remembered for is that I want to make sure that I made it aware that Mississippi is doing something and I made my stamp in it along with other people who are doing the same thing. Mm. And so it's not like I'm not trying to outshine nobody. It's not to say that what I do is going to be the end all to be all. I just want to, you know, I want to be mentioning the greats, man. And because, because of my love for the music, because I know that we so deeply rooted in music of today, little do people know. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that I'm one of those, I'm one of those loudspeakers to let it be known. Like if I ever just make this trip up and make it in the industry, people going to know that I'm here and I'm, I'm letting you know I'm from Mississippi. Because that's that's a stigma that's put on a lot of artists who do leave and do get into those situations. Yeah. They get told not to mention where they from. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you got to be from Atlanta to hang in a certain clique or this, that, and the third. And this is just my assumption or what from what I've seen in my time in the industry. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of politics, and that's like I, that's why I really don't be tripping on the stuff that gets said amongst ourselves when it comes to certain situations. Like, you know, we had these every year bouts. You know, we talk about the list. We talk about, you know, something going on in, you know, this city, that city, you know, this this area better than this area. You know, we yeah. all have our bouts. And I, I feel like Mississippi is the best place to do it. Because if you can make it in Mississippi, you can make it damn near anywhere, bro. You just got to have that, that, that mentality about yourself. We are one of those get it out the mud areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, and so we so and and folks don't know how deeply rooted Mississippi is in music. Mm-hmm. And so you know that's why I just be on the line. I just need the respect. I need the equal respect. You know, like they can say what they want to. Crit from Meridian, Mississippi. They can say what they want to. Ray Shrimmer from Tupelo, Mississippi. They Diplo, Tupelo, Mississippi, Kirby, South Haven, Mississippi, DJ Greg Street, Hattiesburg. Like real talk, say mm-hmm. what you want, but we there. Shout out to T. Lewis. T. Lewis making grand strides as Lil Wayne's DJ. He from Jackson, Mississippi. He's one of those people who are a loudspeaker for his area. And so, you know, I I just feel like I want to be that for my area. I'm from the, you know, we consider where I'm from, the GTA, the Golden Triangle area. We from the East Central North, and then you got right above us, Verona and Tupelo. That's real life North Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you look at, like I said, when you look at Starville, West Point, Columbus, Tupelo, you know, that's considered the Golden Triangle area. We even cuff in Louisville because they so close. And so, you know, we all like, bro, back when like 2014 to 2006, like 16, we had a strong conglomerate run with our area. And so a lot of those people were tapped in and a lot of those people have made it, made grand strides into the industry. Mm-hmm. And to, like I said, to us, Tupelo is the metro area. 
and and we don't never like I said, we don't never say that it's a difference, but we don't never say that it's a it's a comparison to where one is better. We just be like, okay, well, cool. We want to tap in. Let's mix these powers together. Right. You know, yeah. like we hear what you're saying. It, it's cool that it's you know jacking over everything, but hey, let it be Mississippi over everything for, for this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a Mississippi tour, man. All throughout the southeast, man. That's what man, I try. man. That, that's what I've been hitting hitting around. And when it comes with tours, it's a lot of sitting down. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of getting an understanding Logistics. to get something like that going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and and and, and I, I just be glad that we got stuff like Gym Week. You know, yeah. and you know, for all of those people who participated in Gym Week, shoot, I feel like that was a great step towards something. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I try my best to get a lot of North Mississippi artists or artists anywhere that I'm tapped into to like tap in to to, to Gym Week because you never know what may happen. You know, you may pick up a thing. It's all a mm-hmm. part of the work. And I so, love Gym Week, man. How many Gym Weeks you been to? Two. And the second one was uh, it was basically how I started doing the podcast. That's when I started really reaching out and networking. That's when I first linked up with Brad. That's when I first made dollars. So that's when I slowly started building my my motion. Yeah, man, I'm gonna say it like this: I we the first gym week. This is a true story. First gym week. My guy Malcolm Monroe, he they was getting started. He he had a whole little section and all like that. This is before I paid attention to stuff like protocol and all the, you know, the the do's and don'ts of how you get tapped in with, you know, with a situation like Jimmy. Me and Malcolm, we were so cool. I wanted to support him. He wanted to support me. So we tried to create our own little showcase at Jim Week without actually going through the faction <laughs> and going through the going through the, you know, the protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kamikaze shut that shit down. Wait, wait, wait. And it was out of respect. It was out of respect. Like, yeah. like it was lo- love. He was like, look, I love the enthusiasm. But <laughs> it's certain protocols you got to go through and certain things you got to do. I, You know, if you really want to do that, then join the committee next year and go go, go the right way. Right. But I'm talking about, bro. It was me and it like I said, it was me or Malcolm, it was Willie with day uh uh day one uh first day fresh. Bro, it just it was like I said, we can laugh on it now because it was just, it was us, it was us learning, bro. Yeah, it, well, sure. it, I say it like this, I can't speak for them. It was it was me learning because mm-hmm. I really was just gung ho about the shit. Like, bro, I had got some cats out of Arkansas. Shoot, I had got some 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 guys from up here. Hit yeah. up a couple people down in jazz, like, man, y'all put let, let do this, man. Let's get something to go. And so after he did that, I started paying attention to how everything went. So the second year, I signed Zaymac up for. And that's yeah. when we had we started pushing his project last call. And that was like one of those, the first time me and him ever actually did something out, you know, out like that, because he was stationed in California, uh, Seattle for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then he got stationed in San Diego. So him coming to the SIP was kind of very scarce, like every three to six months. Mm. And so when he came, it was more like a, you know, okay, we playing this, let's do this. We got the merch ready. We had like basically t-shirts. We had 
you know, hard copies. We had all of everything. And so we sold, we, we started selling stuff and we never thought that we could sell merch at $20 a shirt, you know, like people would buy it, you mm-hmm. know, like it was a first, it was a first time for both of us, at least a first time for me. And so mm-hmm. to see how that grew and to continuously de- do it every, every year and get put on a different stage, I think that that's good for the independent artists as a tester, because that's really how a lot of these other you know, showcases and, and places like South by Southwest, A3C, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Rolling Loud. This is this is literally the process. Right. With, with them, you have to like, you if you, you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, or you got to have that bread to put on a stage and you got to attach the right people to that stage to gain that type of crowd. Yep. And so, and so, you know, like I said, coming up in the game, like I, I linked up with a lot of DJs because I got tapped in. That's how, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. When I started out with UGR, I'm going to take y'all back. I know I'm rambling, but I'm going to take you back. With UGR, and up here, we had basically DJ Late Game. I rocked with them for about two, maybe a year to two years, and then I started rocking with Block Republicans. I was moving along like a DJ. I dropped a mixtape called Southern Juice. Mm-hmm. Southern Juice had like artists from North Mississippi, South Mississippi, Coast, everybody. And so it did really good the first run. And so after that, it was just like, I seen that I had a draw and I seen that I could reach out to different people. So being a DJ, it opened me up to a lot of different avenues like the core, like the core DJ and the other DJ core listeners like Violated DJ, shout out to DJ Scrap. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed me that this is this is like the DJs are the A and R, and I'm not I'm not, I'm I'm real life regurgitating information that I've learned over the years and watching other podcasts, watching other you know music exec Debbie uh Waka Flocka Mama. She she told the mm-hmm. truth. The DJs are the A and R. They they let you know what hot. They put you on this person, that person, and whatever whatnot, and so. To, to get tapped in with those type of people, you real life got to have your stuff together. Mm-hmm. So when I was a DJ, I had to register with uh going like the court, the court DJ would have a DJ retreat to where they would put on for different, you know, they'll be in different areas like Charlotte, they'll be they came to Jackson one year. Like, bro, it was dope. And you had DJs from all around the world. Also, you had record execs from all around the world that was tapped into everything going on with the music scene. And so to be involved with, with situations like that, if you get on a stage, it opens you up to a whole demographic. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. You know, like you got to look at the core DJs we got inside the state. You got DJ Finesse, the president of the core DJ. You got DJ, you got DJ Big Shop. They said the strip club, he a core DJ. T. Lewis, the core DJ. You got DJ Cujo down in Hattiesburg, he a core DJ. Mm-hmm. Martin Swole is a core DJ. Mm, and so, I know that. Yeah, man. It's just like if you go to the website, they name on the roster. You got mm. DJ, uh, DJ, Ma, uh, uh, Ma, uh, DJ Ma, he a core DJ. And so it's like the information's out there. So yeah. to get tapped in with certain people, you just got to, like I said, you got to do your just do. You got to support and you got to show your love and you just got to wait your, you know, just wait your time. Mm-hmm. And so when, like I said, when you get tapped in, when you learn to get tapped in with the DJ, 
and then you got you keeping business straight with your producers. Sometimes the producer will get hot before the artist week. Like mm-hmm. we got we got producers that's been blowing up like Twisted Genius, then got then blew up with uh Lil Baby. Then you got Sue. Bro, it's, it's a couple of people that came out of the state. Hershey Black, he signed mm-hmm. with, with, with Rich Gang. So the producers real life get you in the dough too. Yeah. You just gotta move around. And so me, I've been like I said, I've been moving around my guy house. He come out, he he represent out of Verona, Mississippi. By you know, like I said, it's right there by Tupelo. You know, how Houston done his do house on the beat. And so I felt like like house is my best friend. So I, I like I said, I push him just as much as he pushed me. And yes. we just been, you know, like I said, he been working on his his game. He been getting his money right. And that's really what you just gotta do. Once you no matter what you're doing as an artist, as a producer, as a DJ, if you got if you get your personal money right, to push your dream makes it a whole lot easier. Because mm-hmm. you you learn them people skills while you basically making your grind. Mm-hmm. Learn how to let your words get you indoors that money can't. Thanks. And so, and that's real life. That's real life. How I got tapped into Jackson. Like people used to tell me all the time, bro, you a people person. I, bro, I real life don't like. I don't feel like I like people. Mm-hmm. And I'm real life introverted. I'm real life close to myself. If I am out and you do see me, I'm a talk. I'm a laugh. I'm a joke. I'm gonna be real with you, but I'm gonna be moving because you know I'm 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 one of those social. I'm one of those antisocial people. Yeah. And so. But I, I try not, I try, but if you talk to anybody else, they'll tell you that ain't Chevy, bro. Chevy ain't nothing below. So I appreciate, I feel like what I've been doing is appreciated. So me moving by respect, that's the best way to do it. Like you ain't got to be on no, I'm better than you type shit or I'm looking down on you type shit. You know, we from the North, y'all from here, y'all say this, y'all. Like it's real life love when I come down to Jackson. Mm-hmm. And so I did, like I said, I idolized a lot of these guys. You know, just watching their music throughout the time. You know, from 2008 on up. Like, I met Coke this past weekend, and and bro, I real life, you know, enjoyed it because this is a dude I've been paying attention to since transition. You know, That's my dog, like, man. real humble guy, bro. And I and I told him I was just like, man, real real talk, bro. You done got me through some rough days, bro. Like some rough days, and to know. That you got people like that coming out of Mississippi, like they ain't got you ain't got to go to Atlanta and, and hope to run into them. You can real life pull up down there at the uh, barbershop, and it's a possible chance you're gonna see your boy Coke. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just told him, like, bro, I real life, you know, fuck with it. And I appreciate you fucking with us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it really just, like I said, it love wherever I go. And and that's just the way I step out here. And sometimes in the music industry, and I and I had to tell this to a guy that you know we were having words. I was just like, bro, you you more in tune with the movie industry. You more LA than you is, you know, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So the movie industry move a lot differently because the movie industry do move on money. You gotta have a bag to move around in the movie industry. You can't just you can't just connect to people like you think you can in the movie industry. But in the music industry, it's about respect. It's about holding your word. And it's about basically networking and connecting with the right people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's best to like, like I said, don't align yourself, but align yourself. You know, let them know like you fuck with you, but you fuck with you because you you on you on your own shit. Okay. You fuck, you don't, don't just sit here and go, oh, I'm with this group right right here, cool cool. I'm with this. Like, don't get involved in no beat that you don't know nothing about. Thanks. And so, yeah. 
Ooh, my oh boy, you've been talking that talk tonight, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Um, before we let you get out of here, man, how can the people keep up with you? And uh, what's your plan for the rest of the year? Or are you focusing on um, tech next year? I I say it like this. Just like everybody else, 2020 has been a sad year, but it's been a blessing year on the, you know, on the back end. Mm-hmm. And so I've been putting myself, like I said, I really been putting myself in a lot of positions to kind of get some stuff moving and just kind of solidify my own personal stamp. Mm-hmm. But as far as with the rest of the year, we kind of wrapping up, me and Zaymac kind of wrapping up a lot of stuff that we've been wanting to do now that he's back close to home because he's stationed at Panama now. Okay. And so with him being closer to home, it makes it a lot more easy for us to cover ground. So we really just trying to take the rest of this, you know, we the rest of this uh situation uh rest of this year and focus on wrapping up a lot, like I said, wrapping up a lot of plays, talking talking up a lot of stuff that we got in motion, you know, connecting dots and and just kind of dotting our T, you know, dotting our eyes and crossing our T. And so mm-hmm. we 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 gearing to move around third quarter of next year. But you go, like I said, if y'all want to see me, I'm on, like I said, I'm, I'm on Twitter forever talking shit. You know, it's just, you know, I, hope, I don't mean to kiss, but that's just how you say my name on Twitter. And we talk on this thing, man. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Bet. Forever talking shit on Twitter, you know, I do a lot of my business on there. On God Say Lift on IG. And mm-hmm. pretty much On God Sharing Fish on Facebook. And I'm, like I said, I'm really just about connecting. If you want to, like, just tap in, just see me talk, see me rant. You're going to see them share all of that stuff. And we just, like I said, we really just kind of like packing up to get ready to give everybody a good show for 2021, man. I, I feel like right now this is just one of those sit down and, and stack up and, and strategize years. Like, it's improving that. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. Well, dog, we sure appreciate you stopping through, man. Keep pushing. I definitely love yeah, you, man. man. I can't wait to run into you out there in them streets. Uh yeah, man. I mean, pretty much, I really did enjoy this, man. Like I said, I want to do more of this. I, we got to do a, a personal meetup. Like I said, oh, yeah. I told Zaymac, we're going to set up something. We're going to try to get the team together. Because like I said, we're going to be in Jackson, tapped in. We was at Crown Studios a couple weeks ago. So we going to be in the right there. Crown. Yeah, man. Shit, yeah, shit. Shit, yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to all the man. Guys, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I wonder if uh, end of week going to roll smooth. Uh, which I, 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 I guess it should. Would uh, I, hopefully I, we'll be able to come out. Yeah, man. I'm probably gonna tap. I'm probably gonna tap in up there too. I think my artist, uh, Big Tonk, gonna try to come up there and see what's going down. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, we we gonna be locked in with each other. Real shit. Like I, oh, I, I really, really hope, I really hope we just make it out this time. Yeah, man. Same here. That is. Well, yeah. man, y'all can support the king, man. Chef Fish, man. We appreciate him stopping through the city. I'm your host, Yoni, man. He is Chef Fish. This is the Key to the City podcast. Peace and blessings, man. I love y'all. One. All right, my dog. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir.